Good evening, and God bless. If you're faithful, to hell with you if you're not. We're pressing into the time. It is in the year of our Lord, 2022 of June the 20th, at around 1900 almost, 7 p.m. Sun's still out, so it's still the night of that day. And Isaiah, he calls them out quite a bit for their reasoning, their argumentation. They do a lot of backbiting to Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. Isaiah, he's the God of Israel, is real. He is the God I am. He is possible and not impossible because he's the God of the world, of the word, true. And therefore, when you say impossible, he simply says the word itself says, I am possible. I am P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. I am possible. He is real. This is not a play on words. This is an effect that happens through all language, actually. I don't know if you know this, but the letters, the paragraphs, the sentence composition and spelling, these are all fallaways of the word. Math is the same. When we compute mathematics, these are symbols. They're not really what they are. You see, I could write 10 billion something easily by putting a 10 to the 10th, right? The Googleplex. Well, you take it as though you actually conceived this number. You did not. You conceived its symbol. Well, this is one of the major reasons that St. Augustine says that mathematicians are magicians and sin. These are the same people that create your gypsy university <coughs> aristocracy. They feed you a bunch of lies of how symbols are and how they know things. They know nothing as they ought. For instance, you've been told that modern medicine increased your lifespan. You live longer, healthier, you're bigger. That's an entire lie. Complete lie. The average age of the human being has been 70 for 2,800 years recorded for sure. It's the same today. Our founders live to be 70, 80, and 90. Doctors die on the average of 55. They're actually the worst expectancy in the world. The average man in this country dies at 70, on average. That's what David writes in Psalm 90.10, or 91.10, I can't remember. We live to be 70, 80 if we increase sorrow, Lord. Now, how do you have a bunch of people that you think are helping you 
with all this power that if you went to do freedom, you'd get locked up, thrown in jail, beat, shot, counted as not peaceful. So then their peace is at the price of chains and slavery and not peace at all. <coughs> you could blame the rich aristocracy all you like, but God's not going to blame an idle system for something he handed to men. One of the times Isaiah calls them out is, come on out, all you men, all of you. And bring a dirty tampon with you, throw it in the middle. And that beats all of your righteousness put together, says God. If you do not think this is so, you are foo-bar. Effed up beyond all recognition. There's a gulf between you and them little girls that bleed. There's much similarity between you and the little girl that doesn't. For they have no covenant and neither do you. They have no true word to die for and neither do you. You are very much like her before she bleeds. As all men are born. All of us. Thus we must need be reborn. Thank God he is merciful. But there is a gulf between you and those little girls that bleed. That gulf is called blood. Life offering. She is divinely head, led by God's hand. They say there is no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. Well, then she's going to make it to heaven. How are y'all doing? Oh, ye believe? Does he not say if ye believed you would keep my commands? Do you keep his commands? Hey, I bet you get it right when you're at work. Bet you keep your boss's commands. Well, there must be the gods that saved us, children. Them monies and them works. Hey, what's the back of all that money say? I say back because you should check your six. That's Satan coming up on your ass. Fathers clearly knew that. You're playing in a serpentine world of lies and idols, and uh, Satan is the head of that. And there's no head above the serpent. You know this? Serpents don't allow heads over them. That's why they, in barrels, they climb one over another all the time. On the back of your money, it says, in God we trust. That means be true. Women don't really care to do this too much. Because it's a holy thing. She's holy in herself. God does it to her. She's the hoarfrost. The winter hoarfrost that comes from the heavens that God pours out on you because you won't die like she does. So she becomes embittered and cold. Which is perfect if you want to destroy a nation. Her curse roots the people out of the land. 
destroys the house of the children. She'll go change her son's name. See how that works? See how he takes his daughter, he lets her die for it, makes her die for it. She has no choice. Every period can kill a woman. Did you know this? I just learned this not too long ago. Every time a woman has a period, it can kill her. Every time. So she's a little girl. That's death to God. She dies for it. You remember when he grabs Israel by the hand and leads them out of Egypt? That's what he's doing to the girls. He's taking them home. You don't even see it because you're reprobate, blinded by your pride and your idol. There's a large gulf between you two. There's great welling and gnashing of teeth on that day that you're going to find out what I'm telling you is true. The welling will be your daughters, your sisters, your moms, and your wife that you are unfaithful to. The gnashing of teeth will be you because you would have wished they'd gone to hell with you. You can rest assured that that's why you're going to hell. Because you did not put it to heart. 2,600-700 years ago, there was a writing on a wall in Babylon during a king's party. He saw women like you do, like Adam did, like Cain and Pharaoh. Well, before him, he had a great or a grandfather That grandfather happened to be born in a very uprising nation. They perfected the secret religion of university degree. They perfected babbling on. Now, he believed in their words. That God has wisdom alone. That men should seek it out. And one day as a young man, he asked God, and wisdom. Why did you make me? God answered, Nebuchadnezzar! I'm glad you asked. I made you so that all your eyes sees it can have. I made you because your heart is after me and I'm going to make you a great king. And everything you want, you will have. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was no evil man. He could be ruthless and shrewd, tactful, but he honored his wife, his women, and his God. He was made to correct Israel. And Jeremiah was the prophet sent by God. At the same time, Nebuchadnezzar's coming up, so is Jeremiah. Now, one of these men are highly rich, giving everything for this. And one of these men are just giving his word and his promise 
You are something to me, Jeremiah. I send you, Jeremiah. You are my servant, Jeremiah. Jeremiah was young when the Lord fell on him. So he had a hard time believing it. Everybody kept telling him it wasn't God. God kept proving to Jeremiah it was, it is, it forever shall be. Jeremiah would tell them the truth of whatever God told him. And that's, well, that's really all a servant has to do. It's like the easiest job in the world, actually. It's like being in the army almost, but easier. God doesn't keep you to a rigorous time frame. You're not the stars and the planets. He brings it forth in its season. You just choose it, hold to the truth, and confess it. Preach it, teach it, keep it. Real easy. He does it. You just choose it. It's called right choice. It's... The garments of God. It's the Ten Commands. It's the Bill of Rights. It's your declaration, your covenant to God. It's the truth that pours out for all creation. Those are your garments. It's your wife from your youth, the mother to your children. It's your mother and your grandmother. It's your father and your grandfather. It's your founders and your civil rights marchers. It's your saints for 2,000 years in the Christian religion, 1,400 in the Muslim, 5,000, 6,000 in the Jew Jewish, Hebrew. Two hundred and forty plus in the American. For our covenant is the same price as a Muslim, a Jew, and a Christian. Read your declaration and see. We pledge together our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That's everything. That's the price to be a Christian. Yeah. Look at your covenant, your declaration. That's to one God. And the deal that we have with him, the covenant we have, is that everybody gets to be free. And nobody can be forced to pursue a man-made goddamn idol. No individual man need man's permission to be God-made free. Not an idea, not an insurance, not a tag, not a title, not a prescription, not a degree. See, because all men die. All men are equal. All men are created equal under this declaration. Now, it's been well said. No man control the Father. No man control the Creator. You hear people say all the time so wrongly, God is with me. I'm going here. God, God has my back. God hates you because you hate God. 
You think God loves you when you lie? You think God loves you as a grown man lying? You are wrong. He hates you because you hate him. He cannot not hate you. If he reward a righteous man that trusts him with all his life through all sufferings, then an evil man who lies with his name, he must give him the same thing as the righteous. What God he makes. You as God go to hell. Because you as God is always a lying coward. Why should you be a god, coward, liar? You shouldn't be. So why would you play god to another? Why? Do you not know there's a supreme judge, God? Read your declaration again. To the supreme judge of the whole world, we plead to the rectitude of our intentions, our cause, our purpose. We are just in wanting freedom. That is our covenant, freedom. You know why it's freedom? We hold these truths. That's his son. That's his son, truth. So we're getting closer to God. How do you know? Because the truth is the only way to God. There is no other. They tell you, yeah, Jesus. Where is Jesus? Is he not ascended? Do you see his corporal flesh? Then all we have is him before he was in that flesh and after that flesh. Truth poured out, invisible for the world. Equal. For all men are created equal. And every man has measured out his portion of faith. Equal. Christ is that cornerstone and capstone. You are that building in between. Now, if you build not on this cornerstone of truth and your end is aiming at truth and your beginning is aimed from the truth, you cannot go wrong in your building. But if you build as all men have, you will refuse this stone and it will become a stumbling stone in your life. That if you do not humbly take the humiliation for your abased miss of truth and accurate account error, 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 sin, sin. If you do not accept this truth, you will be counted a fool and you will be found in pride and your fall will come real fast and it will be really steep. You know why he says that? He always talks on different planes if you've ever dug out his true word, the record of his true word. He says that because not only will you fall here in this world, but you will fall straight on into hell. 
That's why it's steep and it's sudden. Before a fall comes pride. Pride is always a lie. Usually caused by unbelief. Faking you as a lying coward could render a better answer than God in truth. Like his truth just wasn't good enough. Like he, what? He came slack? He's not going to redeem his own truth? What he's done in your life, no matter what it is? Shall you not be humiliated by your God and abased by your sin and error? You should be. And you should take pride in this. For taking pride in your humility, shame, and error, you exalt your God. The worse you were and are, the more he has done. The more he has done, the more love you have. The more God you have. The more truth to become as your husband. The truth. For when you understand your creator, you understand none can approach him, yes? He found fault in the heavens. The only thing that has no fault is his word direct. Made flesh, become Christ. Crucified, resurrected. Three days later and ascended back to the Father. That means that flesh is not here. The creator from his throne told you what it was. They rebelled. We are here. He told you what it was for 4,000 years. You have the flood. You have Egypt, Babel, Syria. All these highlights in the human conscience. So that he doesn't have to speak such bloody terms to you. But it took a while to ingrain side of our psyche, our soul, our heart, our minds. And so he spoke to us in diverse ways of blood and sacrifice. Because we are greedy, slithering little shits. But you know this. I need not tell you you. For nothing human is foreign to a human. Nothing a man is foreign to man. He only needs to begin to file and categorize and define to make it true. On this way, we'll build up towers. These are called RK. What you know in the scriptures as spiritual powers and beings and wicked high, in high places. What Young calls archetypes. What most used to call archangels. What Greek is listed, Euxis Arche. Ancient powers from the beginning set in place by God creator himself. The devil, demons, Michael, Gabriel. Things that do not move, but are continual upon the conscience, the soul, the heart. These are what you battle. 
For it is not flesh and blood that we wrestle against, but it is spiritual beings and wicked in high places. This is your mind, your heart, your fear. Fear that is not to God is a lie. It is why all godly men say, I need a godly man. I need godly men. So how do you find them? Who fears God the most? Give me these people. It's how Israel chooses its nations. Army. All you that fear God, pick up your sword and come this way. Whatever weapon you got or stone or whatever you got, just you show up. All we need is that fear in God. Wars are called like this. All the troop, all the men show up. They show up. They go outside the town. They say, all you that are having babies, that are scared, that are tending bills, whatever you got that's keeping you back home, a woman, a, somebody to pray, whatever you think you're needed somewhere else back at home, go. You answered the call. You offered your life to your country and God for your family. So go home. Go home with honor. And so they march a little bit more. And they say, okay, okay, stop. They stop and they say, now, which one of you are really scared? Which one of you think there's something more you should have went back on that first turn? Go now. Go with honor. You've answered your call from your nation and your God. But all we want is them that fear God alone. For we need not one man more. God has never needed men. He can turn stones into sons of Abraham with a word from his throne upon high. That's how Israel chooses its army. That's how Gideon chooses his 300. He takes them that don't laugh at the water as dogs. What I mean by this is what Job means, what Gideon meant. In Job, you find the hippopotamus. Hippopotamuses, hippopotamuses. It's the females. She'll drink up the Jordan, she thinks. She's more stout in her legs than any man ever thought. You ever heard, hell hath no fury like a woman scorn? That's the women turn hoarfrost. They don't care. You ever find somebody that's been burnt? Ask them which one's worse, the burning fire or the cold heat? They'll tell you the cold. It's so bad that when you're burnt by fire, you can move everything again. It's either there or it's not. But you get frostbit. Your fingers and arms won't work. The effect of the burn is forever. Eternal. It's also why the penguins are in Antarctica. Anti-arc. Ticka, ticka, tuck. It means 
Look at these penguins in the hoarfrost, men. See them be faithful. The penguins wear God's righteousness as a tuxedo everywhere they go. They could go and find a pebble. You, you know when Peter walks up to Christ and Christ says, what's your name? He says, Peter or Cephas, Cephas. Well, that means stone, a rock that you could throw, like one you could pick up, a rock, a regular rock. Christ says to him, I'm going to call you Little Pebble. So it literally is, my name is Rock. And Jesus goes, your name's Little Pebble now. It's kind of like he's teasing him. Until you realize Abraham's faithful seed shall be like the pebbles of sand on a beach and the stars in the sky. He's saying to Peter, you will be a son of Abraham in true faith. You are going to go to heaven. You are going to be faithful. In Revelations, it's demonstrated as the man having one foot on the ocean, on the sea, and one foot on the land. That doesn't mean you come from water. It means you believed your God, you came from dust. That he breathed spirit and life in you, and you have to fill up with his wisdom to stay alive, the water. Now, the reason he has one foot on the ocean is because James told you that. Do not, if you lack wisdom, ask you God. But do not waver like the waves on the sea, tossed about by the wind at every tempest. But ask you faithful and wait on your God. That's why he stands on the sea and on the beach. He's standing there and he's saying, I was this and now I'm reborn this. A pebble on the beach. All these pebbles mounted together equal handcrafted by God. Mount Zion. It means they kept their bride to make it through Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city of God. Every woman. Every woman, because she can pump out a city. It's the secret place of God, the matrix. It's his hiding place of faith. It's where Adam slipped. It's where Christ succeeded. She pays double for her sin. Quite a thing to see yourself as you're growing up, how far you missed from God, how your freaking mom and wife and sister have been kicking your ass in righteousness. And you'd be a man of war and you're just like, shit, she is more righteous than I. Covenants are learned. Your duty as a man is taught to you. You do not choose when he teaches this. That would be pride. Setting a schedule for God. It's probably the worst damn mistake. God damned mistake 
we have in this country. We got these schedules that we work. We show up to this Bible study and we say, God, show up and teach me now. That is not how you learn from God. First off, if he's God as you say, then let fire come down and destroy your ass. For what man shows up to the Almighty and tells him when he's going to worship, when he's going to teach. If Elijah shows up or is sitting on the mountain talking to an angel and the king of the so-called the so-called king of the land sends 50 troops with a captain he walks up to Elijah towards him near him at the bottom of the mountain he says Elijah man of God yes the king demands your audience now Elijah replies, if I be a man of God, like you said, let fire rain from heaven and destroy you. And it does. The king sends 50 more with a captain. Walks up, Elijah, man of God. As you say, the king demands your audience. If I be a man of God, as you say, let fire come down and consume you. So it does. King sends a third dispatch. If you're keeping count, that's 153 men. John 21. They had 153 fish. Time. Time. You don't get a third time. You only get to the sun rises. Father, insulted. Son, insulted. Mother, nope. Father is not going to allow you. You are playing on the knowledge. I mean what the word says, to know the ledge. It is wisdom when you increase enough. A man that gains wisdom remembers the end. How he shall always answer God. He doesn't study to this. He doesn't do in the world prophecy. He's wise enough to understand he was born. He is going to die. And his end of the world comes in his life. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Thou shalt die the death is the covenant from the beginning. And he's only said it once. Rabbi, Rabbi, he's the call. How do we live? As though you will answer God. Well, what is this? To live every life answering God. Every second, every moment. In this you will stay from sin. And you will live a true good life. For it will be ready to answer God. Christ says it like this. You don't know the day or the hour. 
Now, God does not deny God. God does not fill something up, make it, and then say, nope, not me. But if that thing he make profess to him what it is, it has denied its God and not God it. Truth is penguins and this hoarfrost have no Bible, no ancestry line recorded, no saints burned, no 19-year-old girls burned alive, no 14-year-old girls beaten, no 12 and 10-year-old kids eaten by lions professing God made you free and you do not owe anyone anything but God. They're all lying idolaters. Penguins don't have none this. They don't have apostles, prophets, Christ. God says to them, you have one wife. Go find a stone, give it to her. She'll love it so much. She'll keep you forever. Keep her. So they decided right then to get in tuxedos and wait on the wedding day. They've been waiting ever since. Peter's that little pebble. Peter is that little pebble. That them penguins going fine. You are to be that little pebble. That clay pot that shatters himself so God's truth can shine through. So you can answer your ancestors and your great, great grandchildren for a thousand generations. So that you could be Abraham, father of many nations. For your seed will continually go. For you answered as the elected king and priest that you were called and elected to be. Or you could call God a liar, go back to work and pay the rich aristocracy so you and your son could build the prisons your poor ass is going to go in. Because there ain't no freaking way you could afford 250 grand in eight years working, man. And I guess they're so wise to set that price tag way out of your reach that they also decided James, Christ, your founders, freedom marchers, apostles, saints, prophets, constitution, declaration, Bible, Ten Commands, Bill of Rights, that they all happen to swear to God to is wrong and in error, that wisdom is not from God, that is now from your university that pay? I guess they named it right. You and I verse, city. Jerusalem. We're going to roll over your children and tell you what to do with them. Put this mask on their face. Put you in that field. Plow that field like an ass. All right, now we're going to take your wife and put her in that pen. And now we're going to take your kids and put them in that pen. Now you have this wife and do what the hell we tell you when we tell you, Toad. Because they cursed you a Toad and they cussed Toady. Because you did not pick up your election. So out of all the animals, God made you a dumbass frog. 
Because you call God and your fathers liars. You are not these things. And God does not call you these. God's will reflects your heart. You don't get to do something in secret. He reflects it all out. It is God. It will be a marvel if you ever see one escape unpunished. It means they're saved for a reason or God performed a miracle to cover them, such as the Christ. It's a miracle to remove sin. If you just contemplated a being that remembers everything always, you could see why one infraction is forever accounted in payment. He can never forget, always relives it. That's why Socrates said before Christ, I can see how divinity can forgive sin, but I don't see how. I can see they could, but I don't see how. About two, three hundred years later, Socrates got that answer. You make the word of the creator itself flesh, then you have it spill its blood by the will of God, staying true to the covenant. That which Adam fell from, adultery. For woman is the man and man is to the word of God, for none can marry God. None but wisdom herself. That's because when you think God, you should think most wise. That's why he's taking Holy Spirit wisdom as his wife. He tells Moses, none have seen me. Moses says, Lord, let me see you. Let me see you. Let me see your face. Let me see you. The Lord says, nobody's seen my face and lived. Moses, but I'll let you see my back. Means we're going to move away from this sacrifice of blood and legalities. This is proven at the Mount of Transfiguration. That doesn't mean you move from God's commands. For those who are eternal true, it means the legality of Moses, the, the law, the legality. That which is poured out on a nation for pestilence and covenant breaking. Eats up your families, curses your kids' toads, builds easy bake ovens, a fire malak, contention, idols, false gods that are no gods at all, to make giants out of men that started the scheme first. What equals the devil's chain? Because really, the idol becomes so big and so served, nobody really runs it, they serve it. And so God just has the devil yank that chain where he wants it. So, we are oppressed by these. 
Christ says this parable in the New Testament. He says, a woman loses a coin. She goes looking for it in the house. She won't stop till she finds it. One of ten, right? It's expensive coin. She's poor. It's all she got. She's not going to stop. Why does he use the mother, the woman, and not the man? She has not counting her as sin. Do you? There is a difference, brothers, between man and a little girl that doesn't bleed. And that difference is found in the gift of God. The word true poured out. And if you lie, hold up a divorce, a custody, a legal claim saying touch, taste, do, or now you can be a doctor, or now you can't. Your value is that little girl. And that means there's not a difference between you. So then God would have to be a liar. So you see why I asked to throw you in hell. I mean, it would have been fine if you didn't go to call him a liar. But the moment you raised your hand, you called him from heaven in front of everyone. You said, I call God down from heaven. And that's what God heard through all creation. All creation, every angelic force, every demonic force heard, heard your words. And God is God of the word. True. And therefore, you know he has to act. For 4,000 years, he told you how valuable that word is. And then he crucified his son. He said, hi, I'm the word made flesh. I'm going to do this perfect without sin. You're going to watch God chastise me for covering you because that's just a test. Because your God is good. And the first one fell. Well, you've been falling every since and he's been forgiving you. But I'm going to show you what they've all been saying in a very quick, tight summary of 33 years on this earth. That's one year for every vertebrae in your back. That's because you cannot tell which will be the head or which will be the tail as God makes you in the womb. As he says, do you know which is the head or the tail? No, we don't. We literally can only see the conception, the spine, the heart, then the spine start to grow. And we know not which end will be the head or tail. 
God does. So he shows up. Most of his preaching is keep your soul. That's it in the beginning. Well, in the beginning it was the woman is given a son. Now I want you to think how sweet that word is. Sons of liberty. That's your countryman, your founder's name. Sons of the wife of the Lord, Holy Spirit, wisdom, justice, virtue, liberty herself. Sons of few men in all history will be able to name themselves after his wife. Because when she puts that hand on Moses, yeah, I said she. Why do you think they don't see her face? It's here on earth. Who is Moses talking to if not the mother of all spirits? The administrator, the queen. The father does not get down from his throne. And the men of God she's imparted to that he allows her to go to are faithful. They will die for anyone in their roof. He will give his own daughters to be raped to death to guard anyone that comes under his roof as though it was your daughter himself, herself, as though he would want you to do for his daughter. People think Lot is wrong when he offers his daughters. Well, I want you to imagine your little boy or your little girl going to stay the night at a brother's house. And then he'd come back and say, hey, they raped and killed him. What? Yeah, but my family's okay. Don't worry about that. What? No. No. It better be everything in front because I, I trusted you. And the only answer you could give with your head held high and rightly just, righteous to God and to them is that you expended all resources to get them back. For that's what you would want answered for yours. Look, I know, I know your son died, but my daughters and, and I gave up all the fight I could, man. That is an answer a man could take. But an answer is, well, they got them, but my family's okay. Now, the reason he offered his daughters is because he knew he could not take them on. And so he moved from fighting position to negotiation position. For he knew he could not overpower the group. He already assessed it. I can't beat them, so I'll try to negotiate. A righteous man, Lot, is because God said so. They say Abraham's a fool for sacrificing his son. That's the first time love appears in the Bible. In all of Holy Scripture, we have through the Hebrewic, Jesus Christ, Muhammad, Muslim, Jew, Christian line. First time we hear love is when Abraham offers Isaac. 
Stay thy hand, Abraham. For now I know that you love your son and would not keep, or now I know you would not keep your son, the, your only son whom you love from me. John says it in one, well, sorry, Mary Magdalene says it one John. That's uh, neither here nor there. One John, well, it is, but one John states, this is the love of God that we keep his commands for none of them are grievous. Not even sacrificing your son, your only son that you love. Jesus says it in the garden as this, please, Father, please let this cup pass from me. Please, I don't want it like this. It's not my want, not my will, but nonetheless, if it is yours, after all I say and all you know that I want and how I want it to go, Nonetheless, let your will be done in me. Find me faithful is the answer. It's how David answers in Psalms. Lord, is my heart pure? Is my cause just? And if not, then purge me. Burn me pure force me grab me by the hair and drag me in like a little girl kicking and screaming and make me make me so that i answer right at the end of this faith david christ abraham me them penguins got to know, you fall. He has to make you. He's going to have to be a father. Men don't care to give the right answer. Men would fain suffer the evil while evils are sufferable, says your declaration. It means men will be goddamn cowards as long as they can get away being goddamn cowards. They will long suffer while evils are sufferable. Well, shit, that ain't bothering me. That's your wife. Those prisons are for your sons. That 250 grand screams, slave! Idolater. Peace at the price of chains and slavery is no peace. It is always slavery. And they are just coward goddamn liars dressing it up as peace. And they do do one hell of a show 
And you always know this is so when little girls or women say, I'm a man. No, you are not. I mean, you would be if your stepdaddy was a man. But he's not. God has gotten more manhood out of 14-year-old girls gone to the beatings. God has gotten more manhood out of 19-year-old girls who are illiterate. St. Catherine, Joan of Arc. Out of women that weighed 80 pounds in Calcutta, Mother Teresa. Out of 14-year-old, 16-year-old Virgin Mary, he got more manhood. For a man is male and female. And it holds, adheres, keeps, obeys, trusts in the word of God. This is why it has dominion over the world. Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And they are not some amphibious creature to be put in a pen until they'll be shot, killed, arrested if they don't obey their idol. False God. That is no God at all. Moses is very familiar with this. These idle false god permissions you must serve. His fathers were paying to build them up when they came to kill him and his brothers. That's where men are found. Either paying these men to rape, murder, and kill their children or stopping them holding to God. That first command in Genesis 2.16, the very first command to all mankind, to all of men, God commands in Genesis 2.16, and the Lord commanded Adam, you may, eat freely may he commands him that he may eat freely why would he not eat freely if God commanded him if he made false idol gods to kill his kids play games and not give a shit for freedom and covenant as Baruch says, who the hell doesn't care for their own freedom and rights and that of their children? Them that play games and do idolatry. As Baruch goes on to say, I am sorry to be the one to tell you, but they love how they lost. Not at all. For this is the love of God that we keep his commands. For none of them are grievous. Their goddamn game is grievous. That's how they play it. They keep you in grief. 
So you either think it's funny or sad as shit, trauma to stay looking or afraid. Or you'll just not give a shit, you'll fill up with a bunch of ignorance. Those are the people that scourge that little girl to death. Sick of dying and Jesus goes to heal her. He walks in, he says, she's not dead. They mock him to scourging. That means they made fun of him to the point where he would die. That's how arrogant, cunt, their little girl opinion is. At the same time being slaves to pay permission to touch, taste, or do in prisons in case their little opinion thought they were free. See their hypocrisy, hippopotamuses. Because mother is made to try you. Your wife is made to try you. Your daughters, your sisters are made to try you. It says, if you go astray and do not know you sinned against me in Leviticus, go get a female sheep, you lamb. Why a female? Why do you think, man? Because it was the ass you were chasing to end up offending God without noticing. If the nation sins, it's a bull or a ram. Why? Why? Because a bull plows. You were working hard. You had your head to the plow. Or you were doing adultery all like a ram, high exalted above Zion. God. With your two horns, your two wives, your two gods, your two ways, your two double-tongued word. That's to be males sacrifice but if a man goes astray and does not know it's to be a female sheep it means man women are sheep women are sheep you're the shepherd she already died for it she's already taken by the hand she's already across the gulf the moment she shed blood, all you men should have gathered together, looked at that first tampon and had a ritual because you would have learned more there than you do at your lying ass churches. Wow, that really beat us, guys? That really beat us, Tom. Oh, Frank, I just can't believe that shit. Well, well, John, that's, you got to believe it. God did it, see? That blood is right fucking there for you to see. Right there. God did it. And God said it, it is more righteous than all your righteousness put together, says the Lord. That's how badass your God is. That's how badass God is. That literally means all these towers, all those works, all those boards, all of it doesn't even equal what God did right there. That's, in, that's crazy. It's true though. When you begin to look into it, you could see it. Imagine being 12, 13. Imagine falling in love. 
Imagine him always screwing up. Imagine your family you knew your whole life harping on. Imagine bearing that cross. Now imagine him inflating you with a child that may kill you. You never know if you'll have your beauty again. You know you're putting everything on the line. Everything that could benefit you in this world, you're giving up. You're bearing the cross. You're going to crucifixion. And no one's paying attention to your life offering. You have to be so scared. You don't even mention it because nobody wants to say what it is. I'm probably going to fucking die, aren't I? I'm probably going to die. And while you inflate, you see the man you're doing this for look at some hot model walking by, flirting with you. And you see a smile like he used to give you. But you just keep going. It's God. It's God. It's his invisible hand. Just like he says, in your youth, I took you by the hand and you saw this thunderous cloud and all this fire and this desert. And you saw it could be real bad, but I just kept you and I took you and I showed you the mountain. She thinks it's the man that she's following, but he's not a man. He's a boy. And so God Christ, the truth poured out, takes his stead in your heart and mind and puts an image there of what he should be. What I pray to God he will be. What Christ calls him to be. And while you're at that mount seeing that fire, You think he takes too damn long, too goddamn long. And so you decide to fuck it all and worship gold. Jesus delays. God can't be real. Let's make our own gods like back when it was good. When it was good, it was good and you didn't even notice God. And so she marks all that youth, all that divine right covenant. Like it says, an adulteress wipes her mouth, says I've done no wrong. I come from nowhere. She leaves it off like it never was. And that's everything of her queenship. That is everything of her priestesshood. That is everything in this country, in this world. It is one woman worth the world. One that holds to that covenant. It is why men go to war. While we die, it's sucking freaking sand. 
getting shot, eating shit, smelling men, dicks and bricks and war. For women that birth children, our wife, the mother to our kids. It's why one faith, one Lord, one God, one cause called the Shema. Shema. It's the same reason the Holy Spirit in the garden is called Ruach. Where we get Huah and Ura. So you remember the woman. Why the hell am I getting shot at again, brother? Because we got wives back on birth and babies. These commies, some bitches want to kill them and rape them. Oh, shit, I could do this a lot longer thinking that. Shit, I could die here doing that. Then we come home and we get fat. Not necessarily a body, but a pride. We forget her offering. Well, God does not ever forget not his daughters and there is one father only two mothers because father does not negate his daughter's life offering she dies for it so she keeps her name the father does not forget Neither does the Holy Spirit, mother to all creation, wisdom herself, lady liberty, justice, the virtues. She never forgets her daughter's life offering because she herself is still giving birth in labor pains until it is folded up, all of it. All creation she's still birthing in blood and in pain. It's why you don't get to see her face and it's why you don't get to blasphemy. Because she's still in labor pains. Not only the whole of creation groans in travail. But we ourselves for the love of God is shed abroad. And love, hope, it does not make us ashamed. Our fathers grabbed the truth, grabbed Lady Liberty, the wife. They said, with these two, we can kick the whole world's ass. We just have to sit at his right hand and wait. They're going to mock. They're going to scare. They're going to shoot. They're going to steal. They're going to do what they're going to do because woes must come. For this is a trial on men. A trial to see if you're worthy of trusting God. That's it. If we don't get enough, we're going to get kings, queens. We're going to get shit retarded men that by the second, third, fourth generation are going to become more fierce tyrants. Because we did not in this day have enough fathers to answer faithful to the word true, but would move for every goddamn wind and idol in the world. That's the difference in the world between 
a monarchy and a republic. Republics are founded in constitutional covenants to God. There's few. Sparta was one. Israel was one. But most nations have so many goddamn cowards, they'll build prisons for their kids and not stop. They'll continue to mount up the idle tyrant you must serve to where there's only a few people, maybe even just one man that answers. That God literally reaches down with invisible hand and picks up and says, you will be king of this country now. This is the covenant between me and your family. Now your kids are going to fuck it off, but I don't care too much because these people did not give a fuck about their family. But they'll regret it on the day I throw them in hell and take the daughters home. It is because the call is to your sons of men and God is no favorite player. So she suffers nine months in crucifixion, ripping her flesh, shedding her blood. So you as a man are to do it how? By the word. And your baby, your cross is the truth. Trust God like she does. For she is going to die like you too. She pays twice. As it says in Isaiah, 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 I too say, yeah, tell Jerusalem, Isaiah 40, comfort you. That means comfort you, you men who love God and want to get your mothers and your daughters and your sisters and your wives and your grandchildren and your grandmother to heaven. To you, comfort you and comfort my people. That means comfort you, man. Oh, thank God. Kind of wondering, why the hell would you throw my wife into hell? I was kind of wondering, grandma don't go to hell. What the hell? I was kind of thinking, send me to hell, get them out. Kind of thinking maybe you'd take that off her. I know that'd be insulting, though, with Jesus being there, seeing how the woman is the world, and he died for the sins of the world. But you are not of the world. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, as he says in Revelation, I will render every man his own righteousness. Oh, shit. What happened to that whole Jesus cover me thing? Why did Jesus say, I will render every man his righteousness? What is yours? Calling God a worthless, God-giving, daughter-giving, woman-making, child-making, country-making. Uh, so foolish that when he speaks, 
It comes out. Jibber, jibber, Holy Spirit, wisdom, tongue. The lady of wisdom, discipline herself, who giveth all men understanding, clear and concise speech. God of the word true speaks in gibberish. That's a goddamn lie. God does not call men to die for word they don't know. And every wise judge teaches his people. God gives you a tongue. It means you don't speak with your silver tongue no more. Remember they sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver, 30 pieces for Christ. That is 20 pieces less than what they should have paid. That is they broke the damn law to even sell him out. And so you don't have that double tongue. And so you learn of everything. You learn of Egypt's Pharaoh system, where mama's Pharaoh kids saying it's fair that they owe the rich. So they pay some God king, they put it at the top of their pyramid, where they don't do adultery, calling God a lie, curse their kid a toad, but the goddamn under poor will. Where you learn Babylon, where they Babylon. A lot of this and that saying things like placebo effect, like play, see God's bow for your fucking line, idol Babylon pride. That word they're looking for at that university is called faith. Faith! You fucking retards! Not placebo, but faith! It is in your scripture from your true fathers. Thousands of years before placebo. It's called faith, retort. And it has much to do with your healing. It is your belief. That is what your God says. That's Babylon. Then there's your magistrate. Of which you make gods out of all. Well, you can benefit me, so you're my servant, and I'll kiss your ass and swear away my God. I swear to God, my own death vow to my spouse, pair to my kid, is no good. Give me them kids. Okay. That is not a judge. Judges don't reward ignorance. And they don't let you break death vows in God's holy name. They'll let you divide your shit up. They'll simply say to the father, she died for it. She has authority. I'll split your shit up. Ma'am, you're wrong as shit. You don't want that father around that kid. He's the only one that will die for it after you. The mother doesn't have the pity to die again. She doesn't have the fight. God drained her. Imagine your life being ripped out of you. She doesn't have any more to give sons. She shouldn't be called to give anymore. Who does that? Goddamn idolaters. Men that won't put it to heart. Us! Everyone born! 
We need to be reborn! So when he rips that life from your mother, your wife, don't expect her to fight off the invaders who are coming to take those kids. Your own servants you pay. Because you won't tend to that word true. Moses sees her hand or back. We don't call it a she. I'm still learning how to define these. But the prophets, apostles, they do it better than me. I don't know how they knew if he told them and then told them not to say. Or if God just erased everything they were saying it with so that he could reveal his righteousness as we proceed. I can't tell the way he incorporates everything. It's too much. He's beyond searching out. And the only way to navigate through is by the oracle he gives you. Truth. Truth. Choose it. Just choose it. I'll do the rest. Trust me. I'll do the rest. No matter where you are, what you're doing, I'm doing that. If it's true, no matter if it's killing, dying, whatever it be, I did it no matter how ugly. For I am above you and I have good intended so hold on and just be true it's hard for men to do that's that veil rent it's what god was telling us for four thousand years remember your wife bring her blame let's die for her i'm one father you already know how i'm gonna answer when i give my daughter to a man all i better hear from that man is she is blameless perfect Anything else, I may fucking kill him. Remember, that's what Shechem does. Him and Diana see each other, they get it on. I mean, quick, like two kids in puberty. Oh shit, like two kids. Oh yeah, like we did. Two kids in puberty. And then they find out she slept with him. Oh, oh, Diana slept with Shechem. Diana said, no, she didn't, said Shechem. 13-year-old boy, I raped her. That woman, that girl would never do that. Her father raised her perfect. She's blameless. I raped her, damn it. It's what Adam was supposed to do for Eve in the garden. He wasn't supposed to hide with her. He was supposed to step out in front. Father, wait. Father, stop. It's not her fault. It's mine. Hit me. That's what Christ does in the garden. That's why they're both in the garden. Except 500 troops come for him. And he just walks out in front of all of them while they're scared shitless. Some of them take off. Who are you looking for? Notice God doesn't need to say, Adam, where are you? It's Christ already out front. Who are you looking for? Him knowing all things. Jesus of Nazareth. I am he. Boom. They fall down. Why? Because he broke thousands of years of a curse infecting this land of sick goddamn men that swear to God in God's holy name, watching women go to death, but they won't do the same. He broke it. Everyone that goes to do this, 
Boom! You'll forever forgiven if you turn back. You confess your fault, you're forgiven. It's broke. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but that the whole world might be saved to dispatch with the ways of the devil. You threw your wife down, you coward shit. You can't go back. You're not married. Uh, only God's word stands and you're lying shit anyways. Plus, I knew this was going to be a test, did I not? Did I not know he would use everything? And if he don't strike at the wife, mother of my kid, what the hell would he strike at? Everything else is not in comparison. Nothing is in comparison to this. God says it's the world. One of them. That if a man was to offer you all the gold in the world, you would laugh at him. She's worth every, all the world and everyone in it, says God. The only way you can keep her value there is by keeping to God. Because I'm telling you, that woman will make it so look the opposite. <laughs> Where you would sell the world just to kill her. And think you're just. That's how good she is at it. Because it's the hiding place of God. It's how God's going to test you. After he knocks them down, he says, let these go. It means they're blameless. It means they're weaker. It means they're younger. They're dumber. It means they're in his care and he's the shepherd. It's his time to die. It's his time to give the Father in heaven, to give the Father in heaven his glory that he will share with none. Yet he says to Christ, not only have I glorified your name, I'll glorify it again. Twice. When God says something twice, it, it's pretty huge. It's, it's everything. It's, it's going to be here and in heaven. Always. Never not. Well, if God never gives glory, how does Christ get in? How does he get in again? Because he's the truth from God. How does Gideon get glory? For the Lord and for Gideon. Because Gideon gives it to God. Because Christ gives it to God. And when you give it to God, you're in a true account. And when you're in a true account, you're what God made, what God claims. Oh, sorry. And that is the whole point of it. <laughs> to pick up, to fill up with God. remember how to say that in Spanish. How do you say airplane in Spanish? Me neither. And so when you fill up with that truth, that's you, that's God. That's the vessel he wants, the invisible. You put it on the inside. In this world, we wear skin and clothes sewn as our garment. And we fill up with God within, invisible. In the next world, it is God that is wore as the garment. 
and you that is the invisible in. It flips inside out, turns upside down, sets a right north only to God through Draco, encompassing all. And so, this is what you're to do. And if you don't, you're going to hate your children, your wife, and you're going to be a little windy fairy running around with Peter Pan taking kids out of their parents' house. And you're going to have a lot of windy words declaiming men while you sow idols and while your death approaches very swiftly. And the fall of your house will be all the way to hell. For you are already at Hell's Gate. This is why the Lord, the Queen, the Mother, doesn't show her face to Moses. He approached her. Now this seems weird to you because you don't love your wives. You don't love your daughters. You think you do, but all you do is play prideful, stupid shit all day. And whenever the pressure pushes on you, all you do is put a mask over their face, a needle in their arm, and some rich man right up her ass. And prisons and well-equipped men in case she thought she was free. They take every honest thing and they pervert it with witchcraft and small things. Where they try to make the righteous look like they want to fuck your kid when it's them fucking your kid. They sow stupid shit because they're evil and greedy. So that the guards look like they want to eat your kids, but it's really them assholes next to you. Wolf in sheep's clothing. If you haven't noticed this yet, you know nothing as you ought. The same ones that love you so much are cursing you a toad, dishonoring your father, your mother, whichever one, saying he's Christian. Is that what the faithful son of God in the word died for so you could do adultery and dishonor that kid saying you, you love them while you dishonor their father or mother? Is Christ a liar? Then you do dishonor to them kids every adulterer or Christ is a liar but yet it's you that is found lying swear to God lying under the mother of your children I suppose the only way they could make that seem like a man to you children 
as if they painted a fake ass enemy like Captain Hook so they could sneak you out their parents window doing windy words of Peter or what Solomon says they schemed together but not a right to bring the righteous poor to a shameful and torturous death using witchcraft and small things to pervert every honest thing using adulterous grief using children of the field to ruin them to destroy their covenants claiming to be wise they became fools worshiping the creator more than the creator leaving the natural use of mothers woman wife to buy sell and trade having their heart seared with a hot iron so to answer cruelly with legal contention illegally against their own oath and vow they band together to steal children away to beat this into their head heart and mind so that they insult their own parent so that god curses them from the land because if you don't love your mother or father you don't love god cuz all that you are is from them through them from god you must bless your mother for her offering you can never repay back god makes men not your mama and not your adulterous goddamn bill daddy that adulterous bill daddy is an antichrist enemy to god and god hates him god said it i didn't god hates him because he is hating god He is saying your word doesn't matter the wife you gave me is no good. I could fuck this man's wife. I could change her name. Your blood, your life, your word, that means nothing. I got an idol. I can lie. That is antichrist. That is a field in the beast. That is the beast in the field and every beast in the field gets their ass eaten by the serpent. Cuz they go to play idolatrous goddamn lying games and nobody plays like him. The evil one. He's made king over all them in pride. That is every liar. That is every idolater. He has made king over them. And they all fear him. He is flesh. Manifested as flesh, armor, guns, weapons, uh uh buildings. groups clicks he's the chain of satan itself you can't pierce through his scales all these liars are bound by the gulf to the truth trust in god they make false men look like men 
Because if they gave you the covenant that men are to keep, their wife, the word, the Ten Commands, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration, you would know your roots and you would know these are no fucking men. Men are not made to ask men if they can touch, taste, or do. Goddamn slaves and children are made for this. Slaves and children. Not men. Not men of God, for sure. It's what your grandfathers left you. It's the same thing that Moses and Aaron and Caleb and Joshua left Israel. You must be free to serve God. And it takes men to hold to the truth, dying for it, to free their sons. Because it burns down every goddamn idol prison in their way. To God, it burns it down on the way. Yeah, that's not God. Burn it down. But it's an idol. We need it. Holy Jesus, what is his neck size? So we can stretch him on a rope for treason, blasphemy, sacrilege, breaking of the first sentence in the first Bill of Rights that they all swear to God to. Congress shall not establish a religion. That is idolatry is a religion. The worst. The reason they have that. Not for the Ten Commands, not for Christ, but for their idol goddamn religion. Their die forced divorce, their cursed toe custody, their legal claim over your life made by men that will die like you. But while you live, you will be their slave, calling God and your grandfathers a lie. And these men that make idols to pray you for a fool to be obeyed. Because you can't say the truth or not. You don't need a license to drive. You need a fucking car and a tank of gas. You don't need a prescription to take a drug. Cockroaches touch drugs. Are you less than a cockroach? No! You are left godly covenants for godly God-blessed reasons. If you do not return soon, it will come swift and steep. For what has been moved in the scale is every person in a military cemetery, all their blood in one spot on this side of the scale. God's word, Holy Spirit, biblical scriptures, saints, apostles, prophets, patriarchs, God, and the Christ. The Christ alone outweighs everything. But he's in this, this way. And then in this way is a bunch of goddamn rich pricks and build that he's swearing falsely in God's name with a fucking little girl opinion. No commands, no bill of rights. Yet they can decide so much in their opinion. If you're so bright in your opinion, why do you pay other men permission?
men that die, beasts die. Dogs are born, they screw, they mate, they bite around, they bark, they have bitch opinion, they die. Not one of them beats sin, sickness, or death. Neither do these men you obey. And that's why God says it is sin. No! Carson! God damned! Stop it! You coward bill daddies. Pick up my word true and return so your sons may be free to serve me. Because you cannot be in slavery and serve God. As Moses says to Pharaoh, let my people go free so they may serve me. Not they have to, but they have to not serve false gods. And you're saying they have to serve your false gods. Yeah, you're telling them it's Christianity. You're telling them it's Christian. It cannot be children. For he that keeps not the commands of God and says he knows God is a liar and the truth is not in him. One John. And this is the love of God that we keep his commands. None of them are grievous. One John. First Amendment, freedom of religion, no idol religion. It's also in the Declaration, the first sentence, second paragraph. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, that's your wife, your kids, not men cursing you don't. Life, liberty, that's his wife. That's your wife, the mother to your children, her mother authority over her children. Always! If you don't fight for this, you're not with God! It's the first divine act from on high in all our lives! Confirmed in blood! Is God wrong? Do you hate your mothers? Then you hate your God. For he that provokes the mother incurs the wrath of God. Because you could blaspheme the Father, you could blaspheme the Son. But that's why your blasphemous ass still thinks the Holy Spirit is a man. Because Christ and the Father still cover her from your wicked ass. Doing what men should do. That's why no one sees her face. No one sees my face, Moses, and lives. Creator just kills him. Erased. Erased. He never existed. I bet he saw her. He raced. Was he going to say face? And the only way to see past that veil, to rip that wisdom open, is to offer your life faithful to your wife.
your daughter, your sister, and your mother, for they are all one and the same in value. Just one true mother is much wiser than all of us. We have our mother, and then we have our true mother. But our mother, her name is never taken. God has answered from on high and low. Her name stays yours, however. Well, we'll see how you answer in this trial. Either trusting God, bringing her blameless, because you took her and swore in his name. I pray you answer right. I pray you learn the covenant because as is said, Sarah says, my Lord to Abraham, her husband. That's what Eve is to say to Adam. But Adam is to cover her like a Lord. As Sarah says, my Lord, as she says, Abraham, there's sin be on your head. Abraham takes it. She forced him with her words. It don't matter. He's the man. The sin be on your head, so he takes it. My Lord, she calls her husband. Why? Because the word goes to the sons of men. Carry this. This is your labor pain. This is your cross. You will be baptized with my baptism, says Christ. His, his baptism is, I am well pleased. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. God, creator. Why? Because every man gets to choose truth. God does it all. You will drink my cup. What? You mean that one where he cries tears and blood out the flesh? Talking about no, 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 not like this. Yes. Because it's going to be your wife. It's going to be her sin. It's going to be your kids, your loved ones, your brothers, your countrymen, your mothers, your daughters. And you're going to drink it and pray that God gets them home. You don't provide. You never did. When Paul says you're worse than a heathen when you don't provide, he means... You don't provide faithfulness, truth, hold to the command, your vow, what God does. You don't provide them proof of your faith. Otherwise, Christ would have went to work. Otherwise, Abraham would not have called him Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. You're going to die. You didn't make that wife, you didn't make those kids, you didn't make this country. This land was God's before us and it'll be God long after us. So says scripture, so says our founders. And God says in order for your sons to receive this land, they must honor and obey their mother and their father. They must always bless their mother and they must never curse their fathers that God gave them. Now your court, I don't build daddy, stepdaddy shit. What God said, what God done, blood, truth. Remember your own vow in his name. That idol has not bewitched you into some make-believe shit lie. 
Men don't make family, and neither do lying cowards that jump out of it. <laughs> Abraham's vow is his vow. Your own vows, you shall bear seed. Sarah shall. Well, then that should be Ishmael. If he's talking semen, he's not. He's talking bow as God talks bow. Your word, your vow, the guide of your youth, the God of your covenant, the God of your nation, your prophets, apostles, patriarchs, saints, scriptures, declaration, bill of rights. Your God won the word. That's what they come to kill. So I pray that you're on Shema. With the rock to cover. I know how hard it is plowing. May the Lord be with you. Bless your family abundantly. The Venus Morning Star that you are to receive if you endure to the end is your bride. That's Venus in the Traverse, five-point star in the sky. You will be about your husband. Notice Eve doesn't even get the option to curse. Notice gold is within every daughter. She will be in the congregation. Isaiah 45. I'm sorry, Psalm 45. Notice Jerusalem pays twice. Tell her she's coming home and is forgiven. Isaiah 40. Comfort you men that are righteous. He means you men that are men. Comfort you. I'm taking all the girls home. They're. Seems to be some way she can make herself a man, but Jezebel herself is buried proper. Bur bury that cursed thing proper means bury that rotten flesh that was cursed. That's the outer. That's the man. The covering. Adam, where are you? That gets destroyed. Bury her proper. That means she goes home. Hands, feet, and head are buried. Dogs eat up the rest. That's what goes to the cross as a man. He came. He took away the sins of behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. The women are the world. Each one of them are our world, our city, our state, our nation, are the secret place, the matrix of the Lord. This is how you prove your faith that you trust in that one God. It's the acceptance of your mother and father. To you being a mother and father, for your kingship and priesthood is by the acceptance of her queen status. Either you believe God, or be a cursed goddamn toad building prisons for your kids. If you're wanting to do it but have not the courage of faith, I pray the Lord strengthen you. Stay true. Hold on. It's designed to try to shake you off. He will provide if you hold on to the truth. The oracle is faithful and true. You cannot go astray on the path of righteousness that God has laid out. That is truth. Anywhere you go, you cannot go astray there. Not even a fool can. All you're called to do is answer to your account, your testimony, your Torah, your truth. I don't need a subpoena to testify. He calls you to do so. Shut the cowards up. Silence them down. If these wicked little coward shits can pop off at their mouth, then know that God's word is a sword to cut them down like fire. 
And then his word is a hammer to beat down the wicked in their fucking ignorant words. Get covenantal. Get God. Because you sit under him with understanding. They have opinion. You have blood. They have opinion. You have God's word and blood. Their own grandfathers and grandmothers. You're sitting with their grandparents. While they're out there having shed opinions to build prisons. And curse kids' toads. Building the Wizard of Oz. They have opinions. You have the Bill of Rights. They have bills. You are righteous. By the Bill of Rights. The Ten Commands. This is the garments of God. Your spouse. Your wife. Pick up your bed and go. That means don't believe shit them liars are saying. That's your bed. Don't let others in. Hold your wife. This is why his disciples fast when the bridegroom bride is taken away. Because that's what God gave. That's why they fast. John's and the Pharisees make a damn show of it. Pretended will worship, says Paul. I don't touch this. I don't smoke that. Who gives a shit? God gave you dominion and said, be free. First command. They say, well, prisons and I don't touch this or that. So we got a shitload of churches built on opinions of little girls. And no commands of God. Sin. They are not righteous. They are goddamn wicked. God has a standard. He's not some fool. He does not leave off his first command. The Father is greater than I. That's why I tell you this. So that you believe, says the Christ. So if they believe, tell the wicked root cutting ass, get back under the command. You're not greater than Christ or God. And his words are not fucking ignorant. They're sure, they're sure, they're faithful. They don't move. They stand. Your lying asses will move. You will blow away. You are getting dust. Sit at his right hand like a bitch dog man. And don't move. And if they come for those ten, your wife, your kid, blood, blood, God, God, blood, blood. And if you never do, may he hurry your ass to hell before you hurt another.